Tester, one, two. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, we're going to ask that if we could, as far as online is concerned, let's go ahead and open up that portal so that others can witness uh, this wonderful occasion. We have one young man that we will be baptizing today, Prince, and let's give God praise for him. Anytime that the Lord adds to the church, uh, as far as baptism is concerned, it's a wonderful and auspicious occasion. And so it's something we don't take for granted. And we thank God for the wonderful opportunity. And so we're going to ask that our musicians will play something that is appropriate. And then we're going to go through the ordinance of baptism. barely see him. We have before us Prince Malachi. Let the church say amen. Prince, do you still, first of all, do you believe in God? All right. Do you still want to be baptized and be a part of St. Paul Baptist Church? All right. The family and friends of Prince, would you please stand if you're here? Would you stand? Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord praise. We're getting ready to start our worship experience right now, but before we do that, we want to, of course, just give you a heads up. We're still in. Can I have? Thank you. We're still in COVID protocol, and so we're asking that if you would continue to wear your mask over your nose, uh, even though we may be sitting a little bit closer together, we want to be mindful of that. Also, we want you to remember that, of course, we're broadcasting on our social media platforms as well as our website. So we want you to, of course, be engaging as far as this worship experience is concerned. For those that are watching us on Facebook, YouTube, or our church website, welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So do us a favor, share on your platform this worship experience tag others you want to join us as well and also we just want to remind those that are online as far as the phone is concerned thank you for joining us for those here in the house we thank god for your presence and we're looking forward to the lord blessing us with this digital hybrid experience i'm going to ask that minister jeffrey stevenson he's going to come and give us a formal uh call to worship 
Amen, amen, amen. Is anybody excited to be in the house today? Is there anybody excited that God woke you up another day? Somebody said he woke me up and started me on my way. You should be standing on your feet all over the place because the God that we serve has allowed you to see another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the way the old folk used to say it. They said that last night could have been my could have been my cooling board and that my sheets could have been my winding cloth. But because he saw fit to give me another day, are you excited that God showed up in your life this morning? call to worship this morning comes from Psalms 100 and it says make a joyful shout to the Lord all you land serve the Lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know that the Lord he is God it is he that has made us and not we ourselves we are his people and the sheep of his pasture did anybody just come in the place today excited just come in the place knowing that it was God who made you, that you didn't make yourself, but that you have a God that created you, that breathed life into your body. Are you excited about that this morning? Join us in our opening hymn, The Solid Rock.
Christ, the solid rock. Somebody should be thankful right now that we have a God who is a solid rock. While others may be sinking, the God that we serve is our solid rock. Our scriptures reading this morning comes from 2 Timothy, the third chapter, beginning at the 14th verse through 4 and 5. And it reads, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from you, knowing from who you learned them and what from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears. They will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. The word of God for the people of God. Let us now turn to God. God of justice and love, manifest your glory with us today and show your healing power today in this sanctuary. Transform this physical space, transform this virtual space into a space of radical encounter. Allow this worship experience to lift spirits and renew minds. Transform our minds and open our eyes to new mysteries of movement and your presence. Your people have come to feel your presence in this place today. As we worship you, God, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in your son's name we do pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen. And amen. You may be seated.
I believe we could do a whole lot better than that because how many of y'all really believe that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that at the name of Jesus, demons tremble, that at the name of Jesus, the devil has to flee, that at the name of Jesus, the sick can be made well, at the name of Jesus, we can overcome the systemic structures of our environment, at the name of Jesus. No other name, 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 no other name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do me a favor, help me to celebrate that name. King of kings and Lord of lords. That name. King of kings and Lord of lords. That name. Hallelujah. Certainly God is great and greatly to be praised. What a blessed opportunity it is for us to be in the house of the Lord. One more time. How many of y'all are just glad to be in service? One more time. Amen. 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 Thank you to our um, praise team for lifting us and reminding us of the reason that we are here. We got a lot of things that we want to share and cover with you all as far as today is concerned. But before we do that, one of the most important things we want to do is welcome a new member to the family of God. And so I'm going to ask that Prince Graham, would you come forward and let's give God Graham as this young master come before us. Amen. Man, you looking sharp, man. Come on, y'all give God praise for him. Hey, Prince, how you doing? You did a great job in the pool. You really did. So I have something that I want to give you. First of all, I have a certificate for you. So you make sure that someone will frame this. I want you to put it up in your room in a place where you can be reminded of your baptism. And we also have a study Bible that is appropriate for your age. And we want you to read it. But even more importantly than that, we want you to get connected to either one of our Sunday school classes, one of our children's ministry, so that you can really understand what it is that God desires for you to know, okay? You humble us today by allowing us to share in this wonderful opportunity. So, so when is your birthday? All right. So uh, you tell either mama, daddy, or grandma that you got another birthday on the 16th of October, so you're going to have two birthdays this year, all right? All right, here you go. And you may return to your seat. Let's give God praise for Prince. Amen. 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 Um, first of all, let me, before we have some special guests that are with us, but before we do that, let me just, I want to thank uh, Reverend Bernie. We're doing a wonderful job on last week as far as preaching the gospel. Thank you, my brother. And uh, uh, Reverend Dia for uh, leading worship. And Reverend Dia hosted our guest preacher on last night. And so I'm thankful for you stepping in for me to, to do that. Um, I'm going to, uh, well, I want, I want to correct something real quick because y'all had a, 
uh, 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 alpha thing. <laughs> and Reverend Bernie had the audacity to get behind the pulpit and start talking about, you know, the, and see, I can't, I can't get away from it. Yeah, I, I can't get away from it. But the cue is back. Amen. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm having, I'm having, I'm having all my brothers from Pi Phi chapter. They're gonna be here the second Sunday of November uh, during Founders Week. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's what you get when you have an alpha. That's your minister of music. When is next pay period, Karen? <laughs> I got an alpha preaching for me today. Golly, golly. Listen, it, it, we are in early voting season now. We're in early voting season. We're in early voting season. And um, uh, we need you to go and cast your vote. Now, I will not from the pulpit tell you who to vote for. But you know. You need to vote for somebody that's going to support your interests and that's going to be concerned about giving lift to where we are so that we can get past the systemic structures that continue to impede our progress. Uh, you need to vote for someone that is concerned, sisters, about your capacity to make decisions about who you are. Uh, you, you need to vote for someone that's going to stand up for your interests and at least know how to talk. I'm just saying. So, 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 if you can, early vote. And, and I know we always talk about how, you know, every election is important. But here the deal is, every election is important. Midterm elections are just as important as the every four-year election as far as for president. This is a very important election term. Um, and so we want you to, please, ma'am, please, sir, go vote. And don't wait until Tuesday because you know they're trying to put impediments in your way. We got a chance to do it. We're doing souls to the polls. There are some churches that are going to vote on Sunday, um, on this Sunday as well as probably next Sunday, but go vote. Amen. Now, I have the wonderful opportunity and privilege to uh, present um, Senator Cory Booker. Amen. And he's going to come and, and share some, some insights uh, real uh, quickly. And then he's going to bring up, uh, hopefully and prayerfully and workfully, soon to be Senator Sherry Beasley. So, Corey, would you come? Let's give God praise for Corey as he comes. I cannot tell you how good it is to be. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I can't tell you how good it is to be in the house of the Lord. I am on the road a lot right now, but this was wonderful because when I walked into this church, uh, your incredible pastor came up to me and said, you were in my church in St. Louis. And, and it was a wonderful connection to me because I remembered going in there and uh, to uh, do, I was working for uh, Secretary Clinton at the time, and I went in there for a political stop, but he gave me a spiritual startup. 
and, and this, this pastor is gifted. He is nationally known. He is anointed by God, and I am grateful to be in his presence yet again. And just because I knew he was outnumbered today by these alphas, um, I brought my favorite Omega with me, my uncle, my mom's brother, uh, Uncle Butch there, who worships in Las Vegas. So I, I just want to be uh, very quick with you all. My heart is heavy because we have challenges in our country that I never imagined. I was run out of my workplace. I was sitting on the Senate floor. And we literally were told we had to run for our lives. I saw injured police officers. When I got back to my office, I turned on the television, and the first image I saw was the Confederate flag. I tell you, if America hasn't broken your heart, you don't love her enough. There are challenges we are seeing that are rising from hate and divisiveness to people trying to take away rights from us, voting rights, women's rights, that past generations have sweat and struggled and bled and even died for. But I am a Christian boy. I was grown, raised up in the black church. I was raised as a son of a North Carolinian, my daddy, a graduate of North Carolina Central College from Asheville, North Carolina. He got very fortunate and lucky to marry my mom. My mom had the charity and decency to marry him. <laughs> but these two amazing parents taught me that, son, faith is not the absence of fear. It, it is trusting in Jesus to know that despite the, the fear, you will be delivered. That hope is not the absence of despair. Hope is not letting despair have the last word. That you can do all things through Christ. All things through Christ. But you got to keep, keep going on with that verse, who strengthens you. You're not strengthened to sit back on the couch. You're strengthened so that you can get to work. Because faith without work is dead. And so we as Christians know that when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God wasn't telling us there's not going to be times that are low or dark, that the valley of the shadow of death keeps is not going to be there. What God told us is we have to keep on walking and keep on moving. And so I want to I close with just a simple request. My, my family runs deep in this state. My daddy has now passed from Parkinson's. And I know he's in heaven with God. He was a faithful man. Jesus saved him. I know he is looking down from heaven. And my father has a lot of pride today. Because he's looking at his state and seeing something that, that I'm sure is amazing him. Here in this state is a, a rising star, a person of hope, a person of deep faith, someone that I believe just by her very presence in the United States Senate as the third black woman ever elected, that she can transform that place, that she can say, devil, get behind me, that she could bring some love into a place of too much hate, that she can bring light into a place of too much darkness. You all have a chance in this great state, but we can't hope it so. We, we, can't, we can't wish it so. We can't pray it so. We've got to vote it so. So please, get out there and vote. Please, bring some friends with you. Please, vote early. And please, welcome with me right now to the microphone, 
one of the great leaders, a woman I admire and look up to and I want so badly to call my colleague in the United States Senate, my friend, your judge, and I hope the future senator from the state, the great state of North Carolina, Sherry Beasley. Praise the Lord, everybody. It is always good to be in the house of the Lord, and it is always good to be at St. Paul. I thank Dr. Scott, not just for being the shepherd of this house, but for being a leader here in North Carolina and across this country. I thank God for Senator Cory Booker. Senator Booker arrived early yesterday morning. We've been in Charlotte all day yesterday and through the evening. And, of course, he was really excited about worshiping with us here today in St. Paul. He recalled uh, having met Dr. Scott previously and, and very fondly recalled that. And if you can well imagine, here we are 23 days before the election. And so I was with Con uh, Senator Booker all day yesterday. I was with Congressman, Congresswoman Alma Adams yesterday. Stand up, Congresswoman. And y'all know how hard they work. And I know y'all know how hard Congresswoman Adams works. And I know you loved Cory Booker before. But I am absolutely sure you loved him even more when you saw him defend a capable, experienced, wonderful, God-fearing, African-American jurist, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. And what I love about both of them is you don't have to wonder about where they stand. They are grounded in their faith, and they are grounded in the truth. And the thing about public service is there are a whole lot of folks, as my grandma was to say, who are selling wolf tickets. <laughs> right? I mean, they think you will stand or say or do anything. And the reality is, if you will, there really is no reason to serve. There are a whole lot of folks like that. But if you're willing to go and stand up and tell the truth when other folks are quaking in their boots, when you're the one that was willing to stand up and say what's right when other people are, are afraid to call it out because there's a big bully who's talking, if you're the one who's willing to say, yeah, 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 we're going to cover these folks over here, but what about these people over here who need a voice that we often don't, it's not popular to take care of these folks over here. So I'm excited about where we are in these last 23 days in this election. Because when I think about the excitement around doing this very difficult work of service in the Senate, I think about folks who've already shown their leadership, who you never have to wonder about where they stand, who are clearly grounded in their faith, not just by what they say, but how they work and how they live. 
And I'm very thankful to have been in service to North Carolina for nearly 30 years as public defender judge and the first African-American woman to serve as Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of North Carolina. And I'm thankful that you have stood with me all these years because that's exactly what it's going to take for us to get over this hump. But the very faith that we've been talking about and the choir's been singing about, and as I heard, oh, how I love Jesus, I was thinking about Mimi, my grandmother, because that was her jam. <laughs> it is that same faith. And, and if you think about Romans, it's the challenges it's the challenges that God puts in our way that prevents the sufferings. And through the sufferings, we have the perseverance. And through the perseverance, we have hope and salvation. And it really is the sufferings that get us to the salvation and the hope. But we don't get there unless we do this part first. So y'all have seen the ads. They're ugly. And they make me look ugly. <laughs> and they're nasty and mean and cruel. And Senator Booker and I were with somebody last night. And they said, I'm just waiting on you to get real tough and ugly, right? And I said, you know, I'm going to tell the truth. And I think the truth ought to be enough. But what I also know is that the people who are on our side understand the journey along the way. And it didn't start with Sherry Beasley or Cory Booker or Alma Adams. That there are a whole lot of folks who suffered, bled, and died for this moment. And we have an obligation to carry forth the torch for Prince and the babies of his generation. It was beautiful watching him come to Christ today. And is that same beauty that's going to let us persevere on November the 8th in this election and all that we do. Y'all, early voting starts October 20th, which I believe is Thursday, through November 5th. Pastor said we have souls to the polls on this Sunday. So St. Paul is going together on this Sunday, this coming Sunday, next Sunday, to vote together. There is also souls to the polls on the next Sunday, but you're going to hit the first Sunday. But this is what I'm going to ask you all. If you will please talk to the folks around you, because all of us have people around us who are not voting. And they believe it doesn't matter, and they believe we don't matter. But we do matter. Our vote matters. And if there was no other proof point, folks would not be working so hard to take away the right to vote. if it didn't matter. And the other thing they know is that when we vote, we win. Our communities win, our people win. We bring good paying jobs to North Carolina. We get a little equilibrium in the Senate and truth and justice will always prevail when we have the right folks standing for us, talking for us and modeling decency against the hatred. So I thank you all so very much for all you always do. St. Paul is a, as a church is a very active church under amazing leadership, and you've always been active in the community. You will be the ambassadors for love, for what works, and for justice, not just in this election, but in all of God's work going forward. Thank you all so very much, and God bless you all. Thank you, Pastor.
She's um, um, Chief Justice Beasley. I know she's on the move, but uh, we're going to let you go in just a moment. Our love for my representative is Sister Alma Adams. I want her to come and have remarks real briefly. Good morning, church. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. It is so good to be here, to be back in the house of the Lord. And Dr. Scott, thank you for this opportunity. And thank you all for your support, for allowing me to represent you. For the past eight years in the United States House of Representatives, I'm willing to go back, work hard for you, stand up, cut up, if I have to. <laughs> I am so pleased to be here with these two amazing folks. I have the privilege of working with Senator Booker. He and I have done so much work on black maternal health and other things in the Congress. We need to continue to do that. Sherry Beasley, I've known almost all of my life. I've watched her. She's really ready, and we need her in the Senate. And she says, tell the truth. The truth is, Bud is not for you. This Bud's <laughs> not for you. That's the truth. And we're going to nip him in the bud. Now, now listen. The Lord knows what we need to do. We know what we need to do. And I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you, we can turn it out. And I won't say the other word in here in the church. But you all know what I say when I say we're going to turn the mother out. We are. And we need to. Listen, Charlotte, we have too many people who did not vote. And you may remember when our Chief Justice ran for re-election. She lost this vote by 401 votes. That should not happen. We don't want this to happen again. We can do this thing. We can pull this all the way through. The other thing is this. I need some help in the Senate because when the House sends these wonderful bills over there that will help each and every one of us, the Senate holds it up. Why? Because we don't have the people. Listen, when good people don't go to the polls to vote for good people, bad people get elected. And they do awfully bad things to good people. That's what's been happening to the least, the lost, and the left behind. We don't want that to happen again. Listen, thank you for your support. I'm looking for you to see you at the polls to make sure that we turn this thing out because we can do it. And let me just remind you, thank you for wearing your mask. Wash your hands and say your prayers because Jesus and germs are everywhere. <laughs> There is only one Representative Alma Adams. We're getting, we're getting ready to go. Thank you all so much. Let, let, me, let me, if I could, before you leave, I want to say this. Um, I'm running for president of our General Baptist State Convention. And, and if I win, and if you all win, we can do some incredible things in this state when pastor, politics, church come together to do the work of the beloved community, we can transform society. So as I'll be praying for you all, I ask that you all do the same for me because if we get the right leadership for General Baptist, we can really do some things in state. Thank you all so much for your time. Let's give God praise as they make their way to make their rounds. Thank you so much. St. Paul, thank you for, for indulging us as far as that's concerned. There are just a few things that I want to share with you all real briefly, and then we're going to move on with um, the worship experience as far as the preaching uh, opportunity is concerned. Um, fall Festival 
um, what culture calls Halloween, we're going to call Trunk and Treat. And that's going to be on Monday, October the 31st. We're going to host a Trunk and Treat celebration for our children in this neighborhood. And Reverend Bernie, stand up, brother. Amen. That's my alpha friend. <laughs> Throwing up gang signs. Wait, I want you all to see him because he's going to be collecting candy and, and goods as far as to share in, in that wonderful occasion. So we want to make sure we'll be a blessing to our children in this neighborhood and also see him about if you want to have your car as part of that space is concerned. And I'll definitely be getting you some candy for that. Amen. And also see him because uh, we got our basketball league starting and he need player and coaches. So see him for that as well. All right. Um, we're also in the process of getting ready to start what we call Thankful Thursday every Thursday in November. We got some of God's most gifted preachers that's going to be sharing. The first Thursday, the Reverend Dr. Tellis Chapman. The second uh, Thursday, Dr. John Adolph. And the third Thursday, Reverend Tolan Morgan. They're going to be our preachers for Thankful Thursday. And they're going to bless us in a tremendous way. So we will not be having Bible study. Um, but uh, we want you to come and or tune in as far as that's concerned. Also, uh, we're going to be doing our thankful stewardship program. And uh, on that Thursday, uh, on the Sunday, the week prior to Thanksgiving, we're going to ask that you bring 10 cans of donated items uh, so that we can donate for families in the neighborhood through our food pantry. And that's going to be our tithing uh, demonstration as far as that's concerned. And the other thing that I want to share with you all is that, um, uh, let me see, Deb writes so much stuff for me, I ain't reading all this. Um, we do strongly encourage you, though, we do strongly encourage you, as I said, we need to get vaccinated, make sure you continue to wear your mask, COVID isn't going anywhere, and we want you to be safe and secure as far as this space is concerned, amen? Amen? Amen. Um, before we get ready to, to, to have the offering, I need to remind you all that we are doing real well for the Charlotte Rescue Mission. St. Paul, you all have raised $46,354.90 of our goal of $50,000. And so hopefully and prayerfully by November, we can have uh, a check ready to cut for them. Uh, to give support in the new building, the $25 million building that they're building to help people who are dealing with um, drug addiction, alcoholism, um, and to be able to house them in a safe and a secure environment. So thank you all so very, very much, and we're looking forward to being a blessing to them. And last but certainly not least, um, I'm going to ask that, where, where Pierre go? Well, you come on up here, sweetie. Amen. I'm going to ask that um, y'all pray for me. I have a new teenager. Oh, Lord. Um, but I, I think Pierre may be doing some people. Oh, here she come. Um, I, I want to thank you all for an incredible. Come on up here, sweetie. I want to thank you all for an incredible six years of people and pastor doing some wonderful work in this community. You all have embraced my family and me, and uh, you're just so loving and so good and so kind and so gracious. And uh, I can't thank you 
enough for giving us the space, the leadership capacity, and, 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 and trusting and following us to do some great work. Um, we took the vision of Dr. Moss as far as housing development. We brought that into fruition. You go ahead and give God praise for that. That's my brother and my friend. Um, we continue to provide care and comfort for um, Dr. Drummond and Mrs. Drummond. We love them dearly, and we continue to do all we can to give them support. And, and since being here, uh, the Lord has done something. We've had, I think the last count I checked, we had 957 people who have walked down the aisle to become a part of the St. Paul Church in the last six years. And so God, God is so, so deserving of that. And we have increased revenue by $1.1 million in six years. And that's just, that is just extraordinary. That is just extraordinary, and that's because of you. That's because of you. So I want to take this time, because after the preaching, I don't want to be doing all of this. I want to take this time to thank you all for loving my family and me. I tell anyone that listens to me, I said, St. Paul, tolerate me, but they love Pierre and Charis. <laughs> Amen. And uh, uh, so I'm going to let Pierre say something, and then, uh, Charis, do you want to say something, or are you fine? Okay. That's a 13-year-old now. Yes, y'all pray for both of us as we enter into these teenage years. As Pastor said, we're just so grateful for the time that we have been here. And it's just been a wonderful blessing and, and marriage between pastor family, pastoral family, and people. And we just appreciate the love that you've shown to us as a family, specifically for pastor, and but also for, for Cheris and myself. If you all recall, six, it seems like short years ago, but Cheris was about this tall when we first got Got here missing her first few teeth and and now you know she's almost as tall as I am and it's just been such a wonderful journey just growing with St. Paul and being um, part of such a loving and wonderful congregation. So thank you for your support um, of, of us. We are continuing to love on you and pray with you and for you. And as we go through these next however many years, the Lord will have us to be here. We just are grateful for the partnership that we have with you. Thank you so much and God bless. Amen. Amen. So um, we're getting ready. I want to, again, thank you all so much. Um, and we're looking forward to the Lord doing some, some incredible things as far as our work here is concerned. And um, um, yeah, it's just been, just been great. You all are just, just wonderful, wonderful people. And uh, I love you. I love you dearly. I love you dearly. Uh, I love you dearly. Amen. <laughs> and you're and you and you're very encouraging. Uh, and and so yeah, I just St. Paul, y'all the y'all the bomb dot com. Uh, yeah, and 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 I can't I can't I can't thank you all enough. And thank you for doing life with us and making us better because we're part of you. So we're getting ready to go into prayer and um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the prayer. At least I'm going to do some pastoral. Um, uh, we want to lift up
um, some prayer concerns. Yeah, I'm going to say, okay. All right. We're going to, um, we want to lift up uh, the family of Barbara Neely, the sister of disciple Edith Boyd. Service will be this Thursday, October 20th at Kelsey Funeral Home in Salisbury. We also want to lift up the family of baby Camille Lauren Chapman, who is the great niece of disciple Ivy Jackson. And we want to cover that family in prayer. Her services are pending. And um, I don't see Ivy here, but if you're watching us, Ivy, I'm going to be giving you a call um, just to check up on you because that's so devastating. So devastating. And she was just a baby. And we want to lift that family in prayer. The family of also Brother Taji Henderson, the son of Leola Henderson and uh, David Henderson, his uncle, uh, Reverend Bernie, did that service uh, a few days ago. And the family of Miss Jashana Coleman, the cousin of Disciple Roosevelt Johnson. We also want to lift up Patricia Young, Ronald Watson, William Wiley, of course, our pastor emeritus, Reverend Dr. Paul Drummond and Lady Thomasina Drummond, whom we love and pray for dearly. And so uh, at this time, um, I, I want to take the pastoral prerogative to, to pray for, for you all and, um, and, and trust that God will not only hear our prayers, but answer our prayers. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come to you right now as only as we can because we realize that there is no other help or hope we can turn to. And as we... God, bring these prayer concerns to you. There's a person attached to each concern. Lord, we pray right now that where there is healing, you are granted. Where your comfort is needed, you will fill it. We pray, God, that for those who are just wondering if you're by their side, Lord, touch right now in the name of your son, Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will Forgive us of our sins, the sins of thought, word, and deed, the sin of omission and commission. Help us to be a little bit better today than we were yesterday and continue to grow us so we can become more like Jesus. God, we pray for each and every person that is part of this congregation. And Lord, we pray that you will empower us to be bright lights shining in a dark and sinful world. And now, God... Right now, we bring our concerns vocally as well as silently before you. We lay it before the throne room of heaven. And we pray right now, oh God, that you will move in those situations that you deem fit to have your way in a sovereign manner. We're trusting you, oh God, because we know you are a healer and a deliverer and a redeemer and a liberator. And Lord, we know that you know how to make what has been done wrong right to us. We know you know how to correct those things that have been thrown against us and make it work for our good. So Lord, we come to you in the name of your son, Jesus, praying that you would just have your way right now. Show yourself strong and mighty and do what you do best, and that is be God. We submit to your divine and your sovereign will. This in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. And in his name, we claim it done. Amen. If you really believe that God will answer your prayer. Do you really believe that God will answer your prayer? Amen. 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 It is offering time. We're getting ready to receive the Lord's offering. I am told, Sister Gwendolyn Garnett, our board chair is coming real quickly, and so I'm going to ask that she would come 
and uh, then we'll proceed with the Lord's offering, and then I will introduce our preacher for the morning. is slow right now with this with my boyfriend the boot <laughs> good morning good morning you know Pat, six years ago we were and you, you guys that have been here for a while knew that we were needing a leader because our former leader had was sick and had to to leave and pastor scott uh, we you know the search committee found him but god sent him he was already supposed to be here and it's amazing to see that in six years what has happened you talked about the giving and the, and the disciples. And what I would also add to that, just being very brief, is Pastor Scott has challenged us. He's pushed us. He's taught us about how to give. Our giving has increased. He's taught us that it's all of our responsibility to bring people to the church. It's not just him. It's all of us. And he's also taught us to think big and be, and be bold. And when you look at all those things together, Pastor Scott, I just want to say thank you, Paul, for Fearless, bold, funny, thank you, that fearless, bold, funny leader who challenges us, who tells us stuff sometimes we don't want to hear, but it's what, we're, what we need, but also for being humble enough and coachable enough to listen and still at the same time challenge us to be bigger than what God, as big as God wants us to be. We have a lot more work to do, St. Paul, and we just want to say thank you and we love you. And to um, First Lady Pierre. You wear the first lady position in humility and service, not a status. And that is so important. And we are grateful for that. And Cheris, we love you too. We remember you bouncing around as a child, praising Jesus, and you still do that. And we are so proud of you too. We love you. Thank you. And church, one more thing. Uh, at the end of offering, as the ushers clear the aisle, I'll be standing here with a box if any of you want to contribute to Pastor Scott. You can also give on Givelify on the Pastor's special days, and there'll be somebody at this aisle and that aisle as well. We promise we'll be quick and get out of the way of service, okay? <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> amen, amen. Thank you, Madam Chair. And uh, we're getting ready to give uh, unto the Lord. And don't forget, we want to quickly... Um, be a blessing as far as Charlotte Rescue Mission is concerned. Um, so don't forget that as well. So as we prepare to give, there are several ways you can give here at St. Paul. First, you can either mail your check or money order uh, to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, North Carolina, or drop off cash, check or money order here at the church. Call the church office to make sure someone is here to receive it at 704-334-5309. You can also give online through ACS or Church Life. And then you can also give through the app called Givelify. And if you don't have that app on your smart device, download that app, connect to your favorite credit card, and in three clicks, you can give. Amen? Amen. If you have a physical offering in the church, uh, on the outer, on one of the aisles, is it outer or inner? The outer aisles. Okay, on the outer edges of the aisle, you can, uh, there's a basket, and at the appropriate time, you can take that basket, pass it down, and place your offering in that basket. Amen. So however you're going to give, uh, be it physical or digital, would you take your offering in, in your right hand if you're able and lift it toward the heaven? We want to give God what's right, not what's left. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come and we thank you for the wonderful sufficiency of your grace to bless us to be able to give. Not grudgingly nor out of necessity, but cheerfully because you love the cheerful giver. 
Lord, we pray for those that are practicing the discipline of tithing and offerings. Bless them according to your word. God, for those that feel they don't have anything to give but try to give something, we pray that you will continue to enhance their faith. And then, God, for those who feel like they don't have to give anything, as we say back in Mississippi, turpentine their mind until they understand they can't beat you giving no matter how hard they try. Take these gifts of ours and let it be a blessing, not only internally in our church, but outwardly to our community and our culture. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For those that have a physical offering, if you will, take the basket and pass it down and our account team will receive it. It it is a joy for me at this time to introduce our preacher for for this morning. Um, uh, I want to take this opportunity, and then after that, if you feel led to uh, uh, give, you can do that as well. Our preacher for today is the Reverend Reginald M. Buckley, who is the senior pastor of the Cade Chapel Missionary Baptist Church in Jackson, Mississippi, and he's the president of the General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi. Uh, he is born to uh, Reverend and Mrs. Horace L. Buckley. His father was in the state legislature in Mississippi when I was in college. He is a product of Tougaloo College, a recipient of the Andrew W. Mellon Fellowship, and he in the graduate school at the University of Illinois Champaign-Urbana in 94 and got a MA in English. Um, in 98, he served as the pastor of the Second Baptist Church in Danville, Illinois, and for nine years he served there. And then the Lord called him back home to serve with his father as the executive pastor. And then after that, he assumed the role of senior pastor of the Cade Chapel Church in 2015. He is now currently the president of their state convention and the chairman of the board of trustees for Mississippi Baptist Seminary. The Lord has allowed for him to do great work great work uh, in Jackson. They did a 81 unit senior citizen apartment complex that they opened up as far as uh, their development corporation is concerned. And he also has served on the board of directors for the Hines County Economic Development Authority as well as various other boards. Uh, he is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. He's married to Dr. Lucretia Butley and they're the parents of two wonderful children, Jonathan and Anna. Uh, but let me just say as he prepares to come that he and I, we've been forging a friendship for the past few years and uh, he has been a great help to me in my run as far as state president is concerned. And I want to thank you, Reverend Buckley, for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and share with the St. Paul Baptist Church. So St. Paul, let's give God praise for him. Amen. Our choir is going to bless us with a song, and the next voice you will hear will be that of my friend and brother, Reverend Reginald Buckley, Pastor of K. Chapel and President of Mississippi General Baptist, uh, uh, General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi. Okay, sure. Say something or okay. <laughs> uh, good morning. 
I do not want to take too much time because the chair has already talked about how much we love our pastor. But since he's been talking about all these fraternities, let's not leave out the Kappas, okay? Let's not do that, okay? So at the end of the day, uh, Pastor Scott, Gwen said it so graciously, you have been amazing. You have shown us how to lead, how to give, and how to care for our disciples. Thank you so much. You've been amazing. First Lady Peer and Cheris, we love you as well. Thank you so much. Yes, Cheris, when you came here, we saw you. You were so small. I say, she's little. But we look at her now, she's 13, and she's growing to be a young lady. So that's a blessing for you and your wife both. So thank you so much. So church, let's show the pastor how much we really love him and give on his anniversary. Thank you so much. So I'll just give, if you want, if you want to, no one is made to do this, but if you want to, you can go ahead and come on down. Choir, y'all go ahead and sing and bless us. Uh, and y'all do y'all thing. Amen. All right.
bless the name of the Lord. He is a hero. He is our hero. If I were back home, I'd simply say, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Hallelujah. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We thank God for this is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and exceedingly glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Why? Because God is great and he is greatly to be praised. We thank God for this day and for this worship experience. We thank God for the invitation to be able to share the word of God with you on this morning. I thank God for my brother, my friend, the angel of this house, your pastor, the one whom we celebrate for six years of service. Can we thank God for this man of God, Dr. Robert Scott? Come on, let's bless him real good. Come on, St. Paul. This is, this is your man. This is your pastor. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank God for his service, for who he is, for his commitment to the house of God, to the people of God, the church of God. Thank God for his family, walking with him and serving with him. And thank God for you, praying for him, walking hand in hand with him. We thank God for what we celebrate on this day. And, and I've come all the way from Mississippi for a couple of reasons. First of all, I, want, I need to tell St. Paul thank you. Um, a few weeks ago, St. Paul did something incredibly kind, generous for the people of Jackson, Mississippi. You heard about the water crisis that we were having in our city, and you responded, not just with thoughts and prayers, but with faith and action. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your generosity, for remembering us, for praying for us, but also sending something our way to make sure that people who needed water would have water. We're not out of the woods yet, but we thank you for partnering with us to make sure uh, that supplies, that water, that those who were most in need uh, got the things that they needed. It's because of you that our convention was able to do that, and we thank you, St. Paul. So thank you for who you are and all that you've done. As your pastor has mentioned, he is running for uh, state president of this Baptist convention. And I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm, we need, y'all going to loosen up in a minute, but we need, we need some good leadership in our state conventions all across the nation. And how excited I am to know that that just a few weeks from now, uh, many of the delegates from this convention will cast their votes, and I'm praying that they do the right thing and make your pastor the president of this convention. Amen? Amen. We're praying to that end, and he knows that he certainly has my support and whatever we can do in Mississippi to help make it happen. Amen. We're going to do all that we can. God bless you. 
God keep you is our prayer. I'm thankful that uh, back in March, I believe it was, uh, your pastor came to be with us uh, to serve as one of our facilitators and the guest lecturer and preacher. And what a great time we had uh, to bring him back home and to continue to forge our relationship. I'm grateful and I'm thankful for all that God is doing with us and through us. Now, I've given you time to look me over, see if my tie is straight, because I know you're wondering, can he preach? And I'm wondering, can you pray? Because I believe that if you can pray, God can use even me in this preaching moment. I want to thank also Reverend Dr. Dia and all who have made my stay here very comfortable for the hospitality that has been given to us. You don't have to be nice, but when you are nice, Mama told me to say thank you. So thank you for being the wonderful people you are, St. Paul. There is a word from the Lord. From book of 1 Corinthians, verse number 16. There you will find these words 